Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for Atlanta Business Radio. Brought to you by OnPay, Atlanta's new standard in payroll. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Atlanta Business Radio, but this is a very special one. It's part of the GSU ENI Radio series. And our guest today is Alicia Blunt, and she is with Yellow Blanket. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, I'm so excited to learn what you're up to. Tell us a little bit about Yellow Blanket. How are, we, how are you serving folks? Yes. So Yellow Blanket is a sustainable upcycling company, and we really work to I, w- I like to say that we're at the intersection of new and old fashions because we love to reimagine. Um, we love to reimagine clothing and just breathe new life into it. And so, yeah, I don't want to like give give too much of a spill, but basically, it's just taking it's taking older fabrics, older clothing, and breathing new life into it, upcycling it, and then bringing it bringing it back out into the world. So uh, what was the genesis of the idea? How did the whole uh, concept come about? For sure. So about 15 years ago, my grandmother, she gave my cousin, my brother, and I blankets. Um, It was just like on a random day. And I took an exceptional liking to my blanket. Um, I would take it like on road trips and it would be with me if I ever go down into the basement. Uh, I would use it as my pillow. And so it was just always with me. And as I got older and grew out of carrying it, I was able to understand the symbolism behind the blanket and why I actually liked it. And it's because it makes me think about love, warmth and comfort. And with Yellow Blanket, I really want my customers to feel that same love, warmth and comfort with every piece, with every garment they have. So when you started with the concept and then you started upcycling uh, clothing, when did you kind of figure, hey, I might be onto something here. There might be a market for this kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, as a kid, I would I would tell people kind of about what I do or they would either see it on me. Like if I had a pair of jeans that I upcycled by like tie dyeing or something like that, they would come to me and ask for me to do that same thing for them. So I was in middle school in like charging people $10 to tie dye a pair of jeans. And that's how I knew it was some type of demand out there. And I just, I was able to hold on to that and grow it as I got older. I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I felt like this was the perfect opportunity. So then uh, you get to GSU. How did GSU help you take your business to a new level? Oh my gosh. Yes. So my, my major is entrepreneurship. So entrepreneurship. And then with me wanting to, with me doing my best to grow my business, I I'm able to connect with my professors who are also entrepreneurs and in the entrepreneurial business ecosystem in Atlanta, Um, just with main street, I mean, being connected to being in a network where I can learn from people. I can, um, I can 
ask people questions about anything business related. Um, it just, I'm able to make connections that help me figure things out with Yellow Blanket. And um, it's it's been great. Even Launch GSU, which is a space, it's an entrepreneurial space where people can go to work on their business. It's on campus. And I've met at least three people in that space where that I'm still connected to. And I've even joined their clubs and their businesses. Uh, and they've helped me think about business strategy, how to market my business. So there's, it's tons of people out there that, that have helped me uh, think about business related things with Yellow Blanket. So it's, it's, it's been great. It's been great. GSU offers a lot. Now, any advice for that aspiring entrepreneur out there? It sounds like uh, being an entrepreneur was something you've had your eye on for a very long time. But for folks out there that, you know, maybe thought they would go a more traditional route, I'm going to get a job, but they have maybe this idea that, hey, maybe this side hustle could turn into something that would be great if this fell into my lap. How would you advise them when it comes to uh, kind of building a network, because you talked about your peers were helping you, your professors were helping you. A lot of folks are afraid that people are too busy to answer my question or that person will never talk to me because I might be seen as a competitor or that yeah. person, um, you know, I'm too small for anybody to pay attention to. What would you say to the person who had, you know, a lot of those kind of excuses for not really leveraging their network or expanding their network? Man, I mean, it's, if you have a dream, you got to go for it. But honestly, it, I understand that though. Cause I have those, I mean, even now, sometimes I have those same feelings of, you know, people are too busy or I'm, I'm a little too afraid to ask that question. But then I think about where I want to go, what my dream is, what my passion is, what I want to learn. And I'm just like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm just going to ask anyway. The worst they can say is no. I, w- I always try to position my thinking as like, what's the worst that could happen? And when you think about it, it's really not a lot of bad things that could happen just from asking a question, just from reaching out to somebody. Um, and in all honesty, I feel like a lot of people are looking for ways to help. I mean, we all want to feel needed in some way, in some form. So I feel like that's a good opportunity for for you to ask a question and for somebody to be able to help you. And then you all will both be fulfilled from it. But um, I just, I have to say, just go for it. What's the, ask yourself, what's the worst that can happen? And um, try to remain positive throughout the whole course of you wanting to start a business to the process of the journey. Just do your best to stay positive and optimistic. Um, and that mindset is really going to push someone forward. Uh, you know, in their in their challenges and their dilemma, because I work a job too. I, I mean, I have a part time job in retail, and I'm I'm able to leverage my network of seamstresses um, that are in house. But I have to take that leap. I have to take that approach. Like, hey, can I be can I be in this department? Um, and although it was a little, I, I may have been fearful, but. At the at the end of the day, it's where it's what's getting me to develop stronger alteration and sewing skills for my business. So just you just got to take that leap, you know, sometimes. 
Now, how do you handle the time management element of this? Like you said, you're a student, you're an entrepreneur, you have another job, you got a lot of plates spinning here. How do you kind of manage your time to make sure that the most important things are getting done and you're not getting bogged down by just kind of the chaos of the moment? Yeah, um, I like to do this thing called like uh, bring out these things in my journals and my planners, just like the big three. So when I think about day by day, my monthly, daily, weekly priorities, what are the big three things I want to accomplish? Because we have, we can't do everything by ourselves, right? Or we can't, we can't do everything, period. Um, we're going to have to, we're going to have to put something on the back burner or just get to something a little later down the line. And so I have a calendar in my room where I put all my monthly activities, things that I have to do. And then I also have a journal where I write down my daily activities. And in all honesty, I can't, I have to remember, like I can only handle so much. So my big three right now are my part-time job, school and growing my business, my passion. Those are my big three. So I would, it's, um, it's all about planning for me. Planning has really saved me a lot of time. Um, it helps me be more productive and it helps, it keeps me focused, which is most important right now. Um, while I'm juggling these big things is I need to stay focused and I need to make sure the time that I do spend, whether it's in school with my business at my job, I need to stay focused on the tasks that are ahead of me and not get too sidetracked by, you know, the outside noise of the world and things like that. So you just got to do your best, man. You just got to do your best. Uh, so that's what I'm trying to do. Now, what has kind of been the biggest benefit to you uh, from being part of the Main Street Fund? What what kind of uh, lesson or maybe learning have you gotten from being part of that cohort uh, that you think is going to give you the the biggest bang for your buck, the most impact? Oh my gosh, yeah. So it's it's amazing how many people um, we get to meet that are um, experts in their field. So we recently had a workshop about fi- like financial uh, modeling and accounting in with in main street we receive seed funding for our company and it's like okay well when you get that seed funding i know for for some of us it's like this is the first time receiving any type of seed money i know it was for me for my business so it's like in that particular instance it was great to have that accounting and financial modeling workshop set up because now I know how to track my numbers and now I know how to manage my money. Where's it going? Um, so that's a big thing. It's just like the workshops and the timeliness it's growing your business, but then also with growing your business, you're going to have to, um, take on more responsibility and, um, manage your time a little bit better. So I love the fact that we have, workshops with experts um, that can teach us about many things around entrepreneurship. And I love that I get to, that I get to grow my business with other people as well um, with other GSU alumni, with other GSU students. Um, It gives us some type of common ground and we're going through, we're going through this journey together. So um, it's, it's great to have that group or cohort working together like that. And, 
Um, we also get one-on-one advisement. We get mentorship. That's very important. We need mentors. We need advisement in order to um, help guide us because at certain times it's hard to know what to do, where to turn. It gets confusing and challenging. We're facing new things that we've never faced before. And so having that advisement, those people, those leaders um, really help out as well. So it's it's a lot of bang for my buck. I would say it's a lot of bang for our buck. So. So what what do you need more of? How can we help? Is the website live? Like can people buy things right now? What do you need employees? Do you need more clients? What do you need more of? You know what? I am growing my email subscription list. I need to I I actually have it live on my website right now. I'm um I'm transforming my website. It's yellowblanket.co and I would love if people were able to follow me on this journey because there's a lot of changes coming with Yellow Blanket. And I want to have a community of people to follow me along and for me to provide some type of value to them, especially those who are uh, who are interested in sustainability and fashion. But also, if anyone is willing to um, is willing to learn about uh, sewing, and if anyone is interested in, you know, tapping into being a seamstress or tailor, I would love to help because I'm, I'm a one man show, you know, it's and sometimes I need help with production to be more efficient. And if someone is again into sustainability and fashion, who's also interested in becoming a tailor or just developing their uh, sewing skills, then I'm I'm available. Reach out, reach out, um, and I would love to help them, and they would help me as well. So, I would say the yellow blanket email subscription form, and also just getting the help of uh, some extra tailors or you know people who are interested in doing that. And the website once again is yellowblanket.co. Yes, that's correct. Yellowblanket.co. Well, congratulations on all the success and the momentum you have, Alicia. Uh, you're doing important work, and we appreciate you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. All right. This is Lee Cantor. We'll see you next time on GSU ENI Radio.